0: Let's get this bitch started. I said we got this. Flow stupid yet the rhyme so brilliant. Never could you bring the kid down. I'm too resilient and fuck them biting ass niggas who be stealing. Y'all niggas copy my style like a chameleon. I'm a resilient. That's one in a million. Too high for ceilings is how I am feeling. What the blood clot? How did all these thug rocks have me looking dumb hot with my eyes all bloodshot? Now that's a mugshot. Yo, 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 welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast, hq up in this
1: bitch. Yes sir, yes sir, we're back with another episode for y'all, and I just want to start by saying we have not forgot about the album review, Mm -mm. I think we talked about it, it's coming soon coming soon is all i'm gonna say because i still gotta talk about it with my co-host to see what he had with it <laughs> uh, but but it's definitely coming soon we haven't forgot about that shit we coming soon, thank y'all, coming soon. you know what i mean for, for holding on for that but we're gonna hit y'all with a regular episode today yes we're yes. gonna talk a little bit about everything uh it ain't a whole lot going on that i guess y'all haven't been bombarded with already with the whole kanye news and all that shit uh, uh, uh. but we're gonna you know take a little dab into that dabbing a couple other places man and we're gonna um uh, we're we going to do that, man. But, but yeah,
0: that, that's what we're doing. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, I guess we'll start with Kanye because he's, like, the biggest jump yeah, in the news right sure. now. For sure. For and sure. And, again, just like we kind of said last week, we I'm just, I've am just kind of been sitting here and everybody's like, oh, my God, Kanye. What's going on with Kanye? And I'm over here like, "Um, y'all are finally starting to catch up to where where the fuck I'm at on this joint. I'm I'm just waiting Listen. to see when everybody else is going to be
1: like, this nigga's <laughs> is too wild
0: for me to fuck with anymore.
1: Listen, bro. I'm going to be honest with you. I w- I'm looking at you right now, saying this with a Yeezy poster right in front of me. <laughs> so that lets y'all know where I'm at with it. I've defended Kanye multiple times against this man in front of me right here. I'm pretty oh. sure we argued about uh, the Yeezus album. Oh, yeah. at some point. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure we argued about a lot of different artistic uh, uh, ventures that Kanye has taken over the years. But nonetheless, I've I've for the most part been on the uh, on the Kanye side. But I'm gonna be honest with you, dog. It it, it kind of gets exhausting. You know what I mean? Like like to to defend somebody who continues to give you reasons to not defend them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like hell yeah. It, it, it really is exhausting, and I, and I can't really think of any other word than that. Because when I seen this shit, and when I seen the whole you know white lives matter t shirt, um, it, it just dog. It, it blows me because I 100 believe that you know, uh. You know, uh, mental health is a, a, a strong, a big issue in today's world, or whatever. Big facts. Um, I believe all those things, right? But I, I just feel like I don't know. Like, like Kanye makes it really hard to believe that this is what that is. You know what I mean? And, and the reason for it is, it's always like it's it's almost like he's due for an outburst similar to this every however long, and and it's just a coincidence that it's when people aren't really talking about. Him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's it's always, I feel, and, and again, for those of y'all listening, this is coming from a Kanye fan. It always seems to be when he doesn't have an album out just yet, when he's kind of in the mix of doing things, when his name has kind of died down a little bit, and he kind of comes back and makes a splash and and kind of frames it to be this super deep thing when it really isn't. Mm-mm. Like That's the crazy part about it is that, like, a lot of Kanye fans like fall for the trap of believing that this is a lot deeper than what it really is, and dog, I really think that everything from him putting out a shirt that says "White Lives Matter," like, like somebody said this right, and, and I forgot who said this, but I, I, I feel like this is a perfect. Like I agree one hundred percent with this. Right, mm-hmm. it's so like it's one thing for you to believe that you know the saying "White Lives Matter" is a valid thing to say, and this, but. Another thing is, like, the timing of when he said it, like, that argument, like, people were having that conversation, what, like, two, three years ago now? Yeah. Like, like why didn't you take that stance back then when White Lives Matter or Blue Lives Matter was, was becoming, like, a thing where, uh, you know, white people or just people that believed in that slogan were, were, were throwing it out there? Like, why is it until now? Oh, and by the way, why are you also linking up? with like one of the more popular polarizing people on the internet while you're doing it you yeah
0: yeah but i mean you know that's mean? also like well, oh shit
1: hold on one second my bad
0: Jeez. my bad just keep the mic out <laughs> <You know. laughs> um no that's also like why go on tucker carlson you know what i'm saying yeah, uh, exactly. one of the, uh, another polarizing fucking person on tv to like you know yeah. to talk about all this other stuff and and only go to him and not go to other people and you know get questioned on your belief you're just going to go to basically someone who's a yes man to to whatever you're going to say and uh, speaking of yes men, i heard that's basically what kanye's doing he's just surrounded himself with yes men anybody who's on his camp who doesn't agree or has like pushback and the things that he's been saying recently or doing recently he's basically fired so he's basically like trying to curate an all-new team around him of simply just yes men so that he doesn't have to hear anybody tell him that his genius ain't genius. I'm assuming,
1: but um, but definitely kudos to um the lead. Cre- I believe he's the creative director for Supreme, the streetwear brand, and also I think his own brand as well, uh, Denim Tears. Uh, again, I can't think of his name right now, but mm-hmm. he came out and essentially he called out Kanye for all the all the just crazy things he's doing, specifically design-wise, because okay, um. Uh, you Know he is a, a designer as well, but also apparently, these these two guys knew uh Virgil, who for those of y'all, and I'm sure most of y'all know who Virgil, is, uh, yeah. Virgil Abloh is, but um, you know, obviously, he passed away and and uh, he was a major influence in Kanye's life. He was one of his best friends at a certain point in time, but um, pretty much he came out and just said what like a lot of people were speculating for a long time, which is that Kanye was uh jealous of Virgil because Virgil became. Uh, uh, the the head, or he he became a top person on Louis Vuitton, and for those of y'all that have been rocking with Kanye for a long time, y'all know that Louis Vuitton has always been a Kanye thing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like definitely. He's has. called. I'm pretty sure he called himself the Louis Vuitton Don at some point. Yep. So obviously, you know, if you're if all your career you've done this, and now one of your best friends, you know, be, all of a sudden becomes the head director of Louis Vuitton, it's it's almost like you know your best friend kind of. Hating the girl that you like, kind of, in a sense, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, true. But, I, but at at the same time, I, I, it's so it's like uh, this just kind of reminds me of um the shit that Charlemagne said, which that? is like uh, Kanye ain't nobody out here more trying to basically be cool with 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 white people in white spaces like in those rich spaces than Kanye. He's he's always seeking their validation and then upset when they don't give it to him. But yeah, I mean, they've sure. never been known to give it to people of color period whether it's their people that buy their stuff or anybody trying to work for them and design their stuff so I can kind of see why he's super jealous of Virgil because I guess like LV actually went after him instead of just like Kanye going to them and begging and them saying no to begin with or whatever or whatever so the fact that I guess that LV was willing to take a chance with Virgil and not with Kanye but I mean not knowing Virgil on a on the more personal level that we know Kanye, that we that we do know Kanye, I can kinda mm. understand why L V would have done yeah. that. Like, you know what I'm saying? For sure. They don't want no, to have to do that bullshit.
1: And, you know, from from all accounts, I think uh we could say that Virgil for, at the very least wasn't as explosive as uh just a wild card as Kanye has been his entire professional life. Exactly. You know what I mean? So just off of that alone, I, I think it's it's safe to assume why. Uh, you know, a, a brand that is of Louis Vuitton's nature and stature of, you know, of high-end clothing or whatever, uh, would go with somebody like Virgil as opposed to Kanye. Because the truth is, Kanye is the type of person that will, you know, sure, he'll be with you uh, and have a good ride the whole time. He he might even get you the most sales you've ever gotten. Oh, but by the way, when he leaves, he's taking you down with him. Mm-hmm. Like that, like, and it's almost been proven to a certain extent, that that's what Kanye tries, at least tries to do, or at least he shits on the brand that he's working with. I.e., right now he's shitting on Adidas and Gap right now. Mm-hmm. So you know what I mean. Um, but but pretty much uh, what the guy was saying, the, uh, the his, his his you know friend of Virgil, or whatever, he was pretty much saying that Kanye again was was jealous of Virgil and that uh, Virgil didn't uh, really mess with him. Uh, when he was still alive, like, the last couple months or whatever. Mm. And, that, and that everybody, essentially everybody that's somebody in, I guess, the clothing industry or whatever, pretty much knows that. And, uh, you know, they haven't said anything because the reality of it is most people don't go around just, you know, saying things like this, especially, like, people who have made it to to this part in life. Like, you know, I'm sure there's a, a close-knit you know, uh, unspoken rule to not just speak on shit like that. But nonetheless, he came out and said it. But again, it, it's, it's almost like he had no choice. Because if you see a guy who one of your close friends, you know, caught a lot of slack for, like, behind the scenes, mm-hmm. talking all this shit and acting like, you know, he was real cool with this guy, like, yeah. it would fucking get you pissed off. Yeah, especially really Especially if he was real cool with the person.
0: Exactly. Because it's just like, so, it's almost like a breach of trust, for real. You know what I'm saying?
1: Exactly. And and I don't know, man. I, like I said earlier, when we started talking about this shit, I've been a huge Kanye fan for the longest time. Huge Kanye supporter. Again, I have a post up on my wall of Kanye. I've been to two Kanye West concerts. To me, for the longest time, and, and maybe still, uh, but he, to me, he was in my top five uh, rappers of all time. Just overall artists and his ability to produce and write and everything. right. Mm-hmm. But the reality of it is, dog, that moving forward i can't take anything that he does serious because i personally just view all of this as a clown show you know what i mean like yeah like like re- rather it's you know something that he can't control such as mental health or not i just feel like at a certain point you kind of have to be held responsible for not allowing yourself to get the help if that is what you need you yeah know what i mean and, and and i'm not saying that again that we shouldn't be patient with people like this But the truth is though that he's essentially lost his whole family because he won't he refuses to actually go through getting some kind of help Mm -hmm. or or or, or whatever the case may be. Because I I promise you he probably would still be married to Kim had he at least gone through and actually gone through uh, getting some kind of help.
0: I agree. I agree. And the fact that he's just kind of like swinging all over the place wildly now, like it's not just one concentrated thing. It's like he's kind of attacking everything, and it honestly it kind of reminds me of fucking Donald Trump, dog for real, because like <laughs> yeah. he's got this documentary where that just came out from like I guess the last like few months about what's been going on between him and and Gap and Adidas, and it's got footage of him in meetings like yelling at people and and doing all type of shit. He apparently he. I don't know why But the, the article didn't make sense But it said he put like Porn on his phone And shoved it in some yeah. exec's face Or some shit like that I was like okay That's not some normal shit To do in a business meeting No And then of course The lowest hanging fruit That he could do Was that he goes at Lizzo Talking about how she's fat And people think that that's Like the new They're trying to say How that's the new healthy When it's never been healthy at all and Blah 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 And it's just like Where the fuck did this come from And why did you yeah. bring Lizzo into it Like yeah. there was absolutely No reason for you to say And like You could have made the argument About people being fat and it being unhealthy but people still like trying to make it healthy looking or seeming like it's healthy without bringing up Lizzo's name Mm -hmm. whatsoever it just made no sense whatsoever of course Lizzo said her little thing back but you know she don't fucking uh she don't fucking mess with nobody with that dumb shit so she's just like you know trying to live her fucking life but yo why attack people who have nothing to do with what you're talking about like
1: bro And, and, and here's the thing right like if you've heard Kanye even speak in the last, I don't know, at least five, maybe even seven to eight years, yeah. it always sounds like he's just rambling about nothing. Yeah, like like I I remember I listened to um a Kanye the Joe Rogan uh, Kanye interview, which was I think like three and a half hours long. Jesus and it, when Christ. I tell you dog that this nigga, it, he he talks like somebody who can't focus. You know what I mean? Like he kind of yeah. just goes from like point A to point B to Z back to D, then E, then, Z, then X. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's just all over the place. And dog, like what the, like, and it just kind of blows me that people actually act like he's actually saying something that's real fucking deep thank or you. real. Like, like it, it really is Thank you like he really is not reinventing the wheel dog Mm-mm. like 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 if you agree that this man is bipolar and that he needs help like and i think most uh kanye fans even would agree with that because that's what they go to when these when these moments happen they point out that he has a mental illness or whatever but if that's the case then why do we like why do we listen to him as if he's not somebody who needs help exactly you so know what it, mean? So
0: It's I, the popularity shit. It's, it's like, I mean, not to the same level, but to the same, like, to the same, almost the same degree as to why R. Kelly did what he did and was still popular for years. True. And why true. Chris Brown did what he did and was still popular for years. And shit, nowadays, Tory Lane, why he did what he did and it's still out here popping. It's because of the popularity of the, the the money you know the prestige that he already has he can just kind of coast on that original shit and now he feels like i guess maybe he can just do whatever the fuck he wants to say do what he wants to do he talking about running for president again like he, he barely ran for president last time so what the fuck is the point point?
1: and you know here's the thing that like you know it, it's it's kind of crazy because it's almost like as soon as kanye's shoes became the forefront of who kanye is because let's be real His shoes overshadow anything that he puts out musically, damn near.
0: That's facts. And his fashion
1: shit, too. And his fashion shit, all that shit. Dog, trust me. Somebody who, who, and it's crazy because I don't have any Yeezy shoes, but (laughs) as somebody who collects shoes, dog, some of the hypers, like, I'm talking about, like, the most popular shoes right now are the Foam Runners, which are, again, a Yeezy shoe that's kind of like a slide, uh, like a Croc-like type of shoe. Okay. And also the Yeezy slides um yeah I've seen those are, are the slides. and again you see everybody with these uh-huh. i think they're honestly like the most popular f- uh, footwear attire amongst like young people at the least you know what i mean like a lot of kids love yeezys whether it's uh the actual shoes or or, or the set uh slides or whatever the fuck right uh-huh. but i feel like his music doesn't hit doesn't uh impact the culture as much as his shoes does but um I, you know, he has to have something, something to to really keep his shit up. And the reality of it is, right, that to me, as a fucking fan of, of Kanye, I, man, I could probably name maybe five songs in the last three, four uh, albums that I can honestly say that I still to this day actually like. And I'm like, yo, this nigga Kanye uh, is talented. Because there's so many songs that I'll hear and I'm like, okay, this is this sounds pretty good. But in my mind, I'm like, dog, if if Kanye like could focus and actually make like I don't know, if he could just focus, this song would be like ten times better because I've heard him do a focus project before. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and I can't say I've heard anything remotely near that in the last five well, I mean, five to I kinda it
0: take it to the point that he's fucking chasing his own hype about being a genius. And like, yeah, I think yeah. there is things that Kanye is a genius with, especially musically. But I mean, yeah. if you are going out there and promoting yourself as the, the genius and the most genius person in hip hop and, you know, all the accolades that he gave himself that not many other people gave him until after he gave it to himself, like you're then chasing that genius and always trying to do up that genius instead of just letting the fucking genius flow from you and come naturally. And when you try to force greatness, you're not going to get greatness.
1: And you know, the crazy part about that is that I agree 100% because for me, right, my favorite Kanye music in the last uh, at least five years has been his production on other people's songs.
0: Hmm, I can see that. and,
1: and, And what the crazy part is, I feel like a lot of that has to do with it not being him at the forefront. He's literally in the background. Yeah, you know what I mean, because it's somebody else's song, somebody else is rapping, somebody else is singing, somebody else is doing whatever on it. And dog, nine out of ten times, dog, that's my fucking favorite Kanye shit. And, and I hear that, and I'm like, yo, there's this still exists. Mm-hmm. But I feel like his ego, literally, figuratively, and everything else in between, gets in the way mm-hmm. of of this being of the music speaking for itself. Like it always has to be like like for example, right. This shit, I will never forget. This shit, when I first heard this shit, when I first heard that song, um, from the life of Pablo, uh, "Beautiful Morning." Okay. The the joint with Kit Cudi, "The mm-hmm. Beautiful Morning." Yeah. That joint, dog. When I first heard the beat, when I first heard Kit Cudi's part, I was like, "Yo, this is a fucking amazing song, right?" To me. And then I heard this nigga Kanye talk about some, and if I fuck this model. And she just bleached her asshole. And she get bleach on my t-shirt. She gonna be an asshole. I was like, nigga. <laughs> There's no way that the same person that produced this beat is the same person that thought it would be a good idea to say this shit. Because let me tell you, fucking five years later, and that line is still the dumbest shit I've ever heard, dog.
0: Yeah, I mean, hey. We all know they can't always be winners, but damn, when you when you're when you're saying this is a project from a genius and you give us some basic ass bars like that, um, but people are still gonna call it genius because they've been doing it the whole time.
1: Oh yeah, and and, and honestly, I think that's the problem. Like I I, I do feel like, and, and is it gonna change? I don't think so because mm-hmm. I feel like with social media, everybody is just stuck on what they're stuck on and. You don't really have to give an explanation. You kind of just can shout out whatever you want to shout out, and yeah. if enough people believe what you're saying, you know that's enough validation to make it fact. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, but um, I don't know, man. Honestly, like I said, I I still you know would love for and I hate to say this phrase, but the old Kanye to kind of come back, uh, and and at least just him not being fucking wilding out every fucking couple months. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, at this point, who knows how how viable that really is.
0: I mean, honestly, I don't think he's gonna be getting called up for many more interviews or anything like that. Because the way he acted out on that last interview, the one I guess right before Tucker Carlson, where he's like, "I'm not talking about money with broke niggas or broke motherfuckers or whatever the fuck it was," like, mm-hmm. I was like, "All right, cool." After that, like, don't I don't need it anymore. Like, I if, I mean, but I want to see how many people he actually still gets interviewed by.
1: You know, and, and to me, I, I don't think it's going to stop just because, I mean, the truth is, media companies, they don't care about anything but clicks, views, True. all that shit. And he's going to bring them, so, so. He's going to bring them, you know, at this point uh, with everything that he's doing and saying and, and shit like that. And you know what the crazy thing is? We've we've gone this whole long last time without even discussing the whole t-shirt thing and why it's fucking stupid as hell. And honestly, I think, we should just kind of go on without I'm about to say, we don't
0: need to discuss why it's stupid as hell. <laughs> it's stupid
1: as hell. And first of all, the design is weak as fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, there's nothing that's that I would say makes this shirt cool. Like, you literally just wrote. Like, you literally just went on fucking Photoshop and put in the fucking most regular-ass font <laughs> White Lives Matter on the back of a fucking shirt with John Paul, the the what's that fucking pope's name john John paul Paul ii whatever one of them niggas but he put a fucking pope in the front of his shirt with white lives matter on the back like there's absolutely nothing creatively Mm -hmm. enticing about that not even a little bit not even a little bit i wonder how many of them he sold though because i you know they sold something Sold something definitely sold i'm wanting to guarantee you that there's a bunch of white kids out there Going to school, showing up in some white, talking about some white lives matter, and hopefully getting the shit beat out of them. I
0: was just about to say, <laughs> see, I mean, right there, nigga, right there.
1: <laughs> I hope that the first nigga that walk into school and see that nigga just take off on him without saying shit to him. Right? <laughs> just take off on the stupid ass. But listen, man, like I said, you know, hope at some point all this actually gets resolved and not just, you know, swept under the rug. And I hope there's actual accountability for Kanye for the things he said and done. And I hope that actual consequences to whatever degree that really means happens so that hopefully he can see that he's fucking wild.
0: Well, I mean, again, he's a lot like Trump and he got kicked off Twitter for saying some anti-Semitic shit. So yeah. that's a little bit of a consequence, but that's a consequence that's going to get under his skin because of course, like Trump, Twitter was his platform to go off on and say all type of other dumb shit. Mm-hmm. So yeah. who knows how he's going to react to this. Maybe it'll just mean he'll sit his ass down somewhere. I can't even say that someone in his camp should sit him down and talk to him because apparently all the people who do that are no longer there. So Yeah,
1: exactly. So I don't know man, it, it's a difficult thing, you know, when somebody's a fucking billionaire, yeah, you know, your resources are endless to a certain extent and he's just going to keep doing this thing. If we keep paying attention and we we both know that people are going to keep paying attention.
0: So. Oh, of course because yes. Unfortunately,
1: this is going to continue going on, but Yeah. Um but let's talk about this other story though that I actually seen uh right before we got on. Okay. Uh and I was listening to this um on the train, uh like a snippet of it and it was fat joe he went on the breakfast club and he um he started talking about daddy yankee now for those of y'all that don't know uh i know your face was like hold on daddy yankee i was like why oh. is he
0: talking about daddy yankee what the fuck you got so, to say
1: about so so obviously fat joe staple in hip hop yes uh hip hop legend uh we just you say he's a legend right i would say that yes he is a legend Hip hop legend without a qu- shadow of a doubt one of the greatest uh, Latino rappers of all time. Big facts. Um, you know just icon in rap in general. Um, and super funny guy. True. Um but but uh he went on Breakfast Club and you know for I just say he's La- he's uh, a Latino. He's Puerto Rican. Now another Puerto Rican artist that's again one of the biggest artists. Honestly I would even say he transcended just Spanish music because who doesn't know the name Daddy Yankee?
0: True. And who doesn't you know? who doesn't rock to gasolina when that shit pops?
1: Duh, I don't give a fuck who, where, what you look like. I don't care if you any color in the mm-hmm. world. Uh you that song, are gets gonna him.
0: get some on the dance floor, goddammit.
1: That's a damn fact. So again, Daddy Yankee, another icon in his own right, in his own genre, uh, and beyond. Uh, again, another Puerto Rican artist. Mm-hmm. Apparently Joe uh Joe Rogan, fat Joe, um, met Daddy Yankee super long time ago. Um, you know, he kind of obviously fat Joe was popping before Daddy Yankee was Mm because Pegaton came, uh, to be what it was a little bit after, uh, you know, Terror Squad and, and and uh, and Big Pun and Fat Joe was doing their thing. So these were like big stars. So apparently, Daddy Yankee would roll up on him and. That uh, Fat Joe being Puerto Rican, he knew about Daddy Yankee, but mm-hmm. Daddy Yankee wasn't who he is at this point, yeah, which is a super icon. So he would roll up on him and he'll be like, Yo, man, you know, you the truth, and he would kind of just b- big up uh, 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 Fat Joe and them, right? Okay, and apparently there was a good, con- uh, good solid friendship between them, and yada yada yada. And then obviously, like I said, reggaeton ultimately blew up crazy, yeah, uh, gasolina. That you just mentioned One of the biggest Reggaeton songs Probably of all time mm-hmm. uh, And Daddy Yankee Took off to the moon uh, Endless fucking hits Endless everything He's yep. fucking A legend Certified. In music. Certified Certified legend Right So he became that And apparently Right Fat Joe was telling the story Of him running into him Backstage After all of that And having You know This You know con- uh, Connection with each other When uh, Daddy Yankee was You know below him essentially and apparently he ran into him and daddy yankee kind of gave him the cold shoulder like he kind of acted like he didn't see him type of shit and and again let me just uh, let me just preface that by saying as we all know in every story Mm -hmm. there are three sides to the story there's one side there's the other side and this will actually happen exactly now i guarantee you that there are some kind of context and or detail missing from this. Yes. Don't know exactly what it could be because Daddy Yankee for, I mean, I've seen this guy do interviews. I've seen you know him talk all the time. He seems like the nicest dude in the world. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and I don't understand why he wouldn't you know show love to Fat Joe, being that Fat Joe in his own right is pretty fucking famous. It's not like Fat Joe is some... You know, dude who had one hit and then just kind of died off. Like, true. Fat Joe has had humongous hits in different eras of rap.
0: And plus, Fat Joe you know, just seems like a nice guy, period. Like, like yeah. maybe not in business practices. We're not going to get into that. But, like, yeah. from what I've seen him interacting with other rappers and people, like, he seems to be a really nice, just affable guy. Like, people tend to like him. Like, yeah, so I don't, yeah, for sure. it's just kind of weird that all of a sudden, I was like, I, my first thought is, like, okay, well, what did Joe say? Did Joe say something? But then I'm just like, well, if Joe is cool with somebody, he don't typically comment on shit that people do, like yeah. even if he's asked.
1: Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, like, true.
0: it's just it's like it's it sounds it's just very strange. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like like I said, like Joe's just a, a nice guy, so something had to have happened. I would feel like.
1: And you know that that's that's what I was thinking that there has to be something missing because again, you know, like you said, dog. Uh, Fat Joe is one of the most likable people, even from a fan's perspective. Mm-hmm. I feel in rap, he's one of the more likable people. He just he's, again, he's hilarious. He's a funny fat dude. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that's just the reality of what he is, and he is like the quintessential funny fat dude. You know what I mean. So I, I just I'm not really sure what what you know the details are missing or what happened, but you know it, it just kind of crazy. Um, that like you no know, this kind of shit happens and i'm sure it kind of just made me think of like you know uh like meeting your idols is such a like a a weird thing because mm-hmm. there's I, like let me just say this fun there's one this one time right where i've met uh i went to a desus and mero show right and for all, obviously, we've mentioned these and Meryl multiple times on this podcast, yeah. so y'all know that we big Bodega Hive. Even though the show's over, yep. we big Diesel and Meryl Bodega Hive fans over here, right? Facts. And I still am to this day, and I love both of them, right? But I remember I, I, I um, went to their show, and this is before they were like really, really big, so they performed at a smaller venue. And I remember I took a picture with Meryl, right? And I remember I kind of like went up to dab them up, and I kind of felt. Like, he kind of carried me in a way because he was talking to somebody else mm-hmm. while he was kind of taking a picture with me, right? And obviously, my ego was telling me, damn, dog! like, mm. <laughs> this nigga kind of just, that shit kind of, like, blew my dream. Like, yo, this is one of the people that, like, in the way I kind of look up to, this is a Latino dude that's doing this thing, you know what I mean? That's yeah. fucking funny as shit, and yada, yada, yada. And I thought about it, right? And for a second, I felt a little hurt about it, right? But then, obviously, me now, which is, this happened at least, like, six years ago, so... A six year older version of me is like, dog, there's so many little things that uh, you know, were probably the cause of what happened. Yeah. And I almost none of them were probably to do anything with me per se. It could have been anybody else, you know what I mean? True. So again, um I, I just feel like when situations like that happen, nine out of ten times it's a miscommunication. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Like mm-hmm. Like, and I bring all that back to, to say that, you know, I'm sure it could be that maybe fucking Daddy Yankee didn't see him or didn't recognize him because I know me, dog. I've been walking down the street, right? Mm-hmm. And people, like, I'll see somebody, like, a couple days or a couple weeks later, and they'll be like, yo, dog, like, I fucking, I was calling your name, and you ain't even turn yep. around or nothing. And I'm like, look, dog, when I'm walking, bro, I am in tunnel vision <laughs> A, because I'm just like an introverted person. I'm not really looking for, you know, interactions with people that I don't know or I've came with, right? And B, there is a very good likelihood that I'm high as hell (laughs) whenever I'm walking around. So combine those two, and I'm probably going to unintentionally carry
0: That's true. You know what I mean? That's very true. So,
1: you know what I mean? So, again, I'm just, you know, playing devil's advocate here. I don't know exactly what really happened. Hopefully it ain't nothing... uh, you know, actually malicious, where Daddy Yankee just feels some kind of way against Fat Joe because these are two uh, Latino artists, one uh, in English music, the other one in Spanish music, and I do feel like they're both icons. And you know, I would love for them to have mutual respect for each other. You know what I mean? Oh so. yeah,
0: yeah. I I, I hope it's a, just a misunderstanding. Also, I feel like it is because again, you say I I don't know, but Daddy Yankee like that, but you say he's a really nice guy. We all yeah. know that Joe is a good a good funny guy. So like it kind of seems weird that they would have beef. Like, it would have to be extenuating circumstances, I feel like, for yeah. them to really have beef with each other. Yeah. But again, like you said, it could just be misunderstanding, you know, case of just didn't see you, whatever to whatever. I'm so, th- I'm going a, I'm to a hope for the best on this one because it's just, sure. it's just a very, very, very strange hearing this. You know what I'm saying? Like,
1: Yeah, 100%. 100%. But, ho- you know, hopefully we get an answer at some point. But let's switch gears a little bit. Okay. And let's talk about uh, an artist that we listened to their uh listened to their album that dropped last week and that's Quavo from uh I don't know if they're still called Amigos but Quavo <laughs> and Takeoff uh yeah that's a good question yeah that right? is a good question this is, I have no idea <laughs> I would assume so I mean I don't know I mean I guess any that in other times when group members leave from groups they're still called whatever they're called so yeah that's very I'm true I'm assuming that this is still the Amigos but again uh, you know, me uh, Quavo and Takeoff just dropped a new album, Only Built for Infinity Links, which I actually was listening to, and I think it's actually pretty good from what I've heard. Okay, and we like we liked what we the first couple songs that we heard. Right, uh, right. We thought we thought they sounded fairly migo ish but mm-hmm. that's kind of what we've grown <laughs> to expect or whatever. But uh, one of the lines that stood out to a lot of people um, was essentially Quavo. Uh, cause you know Quavo, for all, you know, used to date uh Sweetie, and yeah. they were like, you know, the fucking it couple of the time, and this and the third, and then all of a sudden it just kind of ended really dramatically and just kind of abruptly, and now according to Quavo, it seems that Shorty was out here wilding, dog, uh, and apparently, Uh-oh. apparently, according to Quavo, she was fucking with the homie. Oh no! Fucking with the homie now. This no now. Obviously, you know the way he said it. He made himself still look kind of like a G. Kind of he was like, "Yeah, I found out. I didn't really give a fuck." Like <laughs> essentially, that's what he said. Okay, but yeah, nigga, you okay. pre- wrote it in a song, my nigga. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know how true that is, but mm-hmm. regardless, right? Um, that shit happened, and uh, you know, to add context to all this, it it, it kind of is true because. There's a picture that was floating around of Sweetie, like sitting on top of a dude that I think she was sitting on top of the dude, but uh, you couldn't see his face or he had like a face mask on or something like that, mm-hmm. and um, and whatever you could see his outfit, and then the baby or the baby little baby posted a picture in the it what looked to be the same identical uh, hotel room, and he was wearing the same outfit that the guy was wearing in that picture when she was sitting on top of him Oh no. now apparently they took a break and they were kind of doing their own thing and this is supposedly we on the street that this is what happened oh wow so all right it's funny because i've heard multiple things from multiple people from multiple walks of life as to how they feel about uh you know their girl sleeping with their homie could you you know could you be with them da, da 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 i've heard everything from fuck no to yeah i don't really care to eh, i don't know so h- how do you feel about it like like let's just say i guess there's multiple things we could we could come with it here but like cuz i've I, again i've heard people who say look if my homie smashed my girl i wouldn't be mad at my homie because he let me know that this bitch ain't shit you know what I mean? I've heard people say that, and I'm not saying that I agree with that, but I am saying that that argument, in a sense, kind of makes sense. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So,
0: I mean, I guess it does make sense. It yeah, it's at, a hard question so, to answer.
1: So long, so long as your homie comes and tells you, you know what I mean? Because again, I've heard that I've heard that argument that that if if a nigga fucks your girl, and he comes up to you and tells you, "Look, bro," as a man coming to tell you, de whoop, 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 this what happened." And I just wanted to tell you. And I've heard a lot of people say that, hey, if that happens and it happens like that and he comes up and telling me, I got no smoke with my friend. Like, it's cool. Like, but fuck that bitch. Because at the end of the day, nigga, if she sleeps with your (laughs) fucking friend. Yeah. You know for a fact she about to be out here taking dick from everybody. So,
0: I mean, I think if we were on a break like they supposedly were. Yeah. And we're not together at that point. uh, You can't really be mad at it. Now, like, if, if your man does it while you are still officially together with your girl, then I would I would have, I me personally, I would have more of an issue with it. You know, yeah. I, I would be mad as fuck about it, whether the nigga came to me or not. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, sure. like, if you're on a break, I mean, you can't really be mad because, I mean, it's like, and it, y'all also have to define, like, <clears throat> excuse me, y'all have to define on, like, what the fuck is a break for y'all? Cause some people yeah. still say we're in a break we're not together at all blah, blah 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 some people say we're still together but we're just not together physically blah, blah 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 so like i feel like that's a big indication of that like you need to just we're on we just can't say we're on a break and just leave it at that like when y'all angry as shit because no one knows what the dimensions of this mean so like everybody can get caught up in something <laughs> stupid but like and, go ahead
1: no I, I was just gonna say that you know Let's just say that did happen, right? She she was out here doing her thing during a break, right? Mm -hmm. I can almost guarantee you that Quavo was probably fucking other bitches too, like before. So and again, I get it. You know what I mean? Like I get that. Unfortunately, society views Mm -hmm. men being promiscuous as a positive thing. Or, like, not as a negative thing. And if a girl does it, it's the worst possible thing in the world that she could be. Yeah. Which, again, I wholeheartedly disagree. Uh, But I don't know. That's just kind of how, because, again, nigga, he talks about fucking bitches all the time in his music. I'm, I just, because of his lifestyle, you just have to know that, like, it's probably gonna happen at some point. That's what I'm saying. And we
0: don't, we only know it, like, we, they broke up because of her indiscretion.
1: We don't know what the fuck this nigga did because he didn't get caught doing it. So
0: yeah. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So I mean like you kinda have a leg to stand on, but you don't really because you know
1: You know, it's funny, right? Because right now I kinda wish that Sweetie was uh Summer Walker because I feel like we'd get a pretty vicious uh (laughs) album of her explaining what really happened. But with Sweetie Duh, I mean, I'm going to be honest, dog. She not about to make no deep song about <laughs> what the fuck really happened. She might throw in a like a like a little jab in a song. Maybe a like, deep line. <laughs> like, or, or she'll be like, yeah, I fucked your yo man. And, that you know, just kind of saying that she did it and kind of owning it yeah. in a sense that where now she's like, all right, yeah, nigga, so what I did. Like, you know, and I don't know. I could see that happening. But, nigga, if it was Summer Walker that that dog, we getting a whole R&B it be a whole
0: new lemonade situation
1: album <laughs> 100% 100% <laughs> so i don't know man like honestly it could be quavo just being hurt it could just be a lot of things it could be true it could not be true i personally do think that it is kind of true because of the picture that i seen mm-hmm. it's almost 100% she was with the ba- uh little baby mm-hmm. um so i don't know and and, and again I, th- I think that just goes to the point in the show about how uh, fucking non-real friendships are in Hollywood or just because, you know, sure, y'all are the same record label, but I don't think y'all niggas is really friends.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Like, y'all are just hanging around each other again because y'all are on the same record label. Y'all like, do music together, but...
1: <laughs> I'm going to be real with you, right? Like, I've always told myself, right, that, like, if I bring my girl around niggas that, like, let's just say I've met in the last year or two, To me, dog, this nigga has no loyalty to me. He could, like, if it came down to it, he would fuck my girl. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's all, and again, it's not to say that I would say that and be like thinking about that Mm -hmm. because at the end of the day, it's up to your girl to, you know, rock with it or not. So it really shouldn't even matter. You know what I mean? Who's going to smack at your girl or what? Like, ultimately, it shouldn't matter because if you got a solid girl, then it ain't gonna fucking matter who they it, it could be showing her the world, nigga. It don't fucking matter if she's solid. Um, you know what I mean? So yep. I don't know, man. But ultimately, I think this is all for promotion. Obviously, it was just like the whole the it was a page from the baby's book. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So uh, I don't know. It, it it was it was interesting. me let let throw
0: that drama out there and get a little more views and clicks towards my shit.
1: For sure, for sure. Gotta like, be, you know gotta have
0: mean? a new angle now. You mean you missing a member? People think that everything is going bad. So, of course, you got to do something to help the drama in. You know what I'm
1: saying? Exactly. So, I I have no doubt that that was probably what that was. Uh-huh.
0: All right. Well, yo, your man, what would you call him last episode? Little Shooter? <laughs> <laughs> what? Tory Lanes?
1: Nah, I think I called him something else. Uh, oh, man. Tory Shooter or something like that. Something like that. Well, either way. Something that was re- referring to his size, paws, and... <laughs> and the shooting. And being a shooter, Yeah.
0: <laughs> Well, apparently, and I wish I would write down where the fuck I got this information from, but I saw online earlier that Tory Lane's new joint, sorry for what, outsold uh, Kid Cudi's newest joint, Freddie Hmm. Gibbs' newest joint, and YG's new joint. Um, Tory Lane's joint sold about two hundred and fifty thousand units. Wow, that's what it said.
1: No, I'm pretty sure it was twenty. Maybe it's
0: only twenty-five thousand. Yeah, only twenty-five thousand. My bad. I I messed that up. <laughs> uh Cuddy's in in response only did twenty-two thousand. Mm-hmm. Apparently Freddie Gibbs did six thousand eight hundred. Really? Uh, yeah. I always thought it was gonna be higher than that, madam so. And um they said they don't have all of the numbers for YG's joint, but it's it's the lowest one on the list so far.
1: Hold on, let, let me just so I the, re, the, re, the reason I say that is because, nah, Freddie Kid Freddie Gibbs sold twenty two thousand.
0: Really? And I yeah. I don't know who's the six thousand eight hundred was then.
1: Yeah, the reason I said the reason I said that right it was because I I know that uh, YG's was the lowest, and his was like fourteen thousand.
0: Oh okay, word word word. Okay, yeah. Now I can't but, find that page again. So
1: of course. <laughs> but um, but yeah, no, and and. I just, I guess, to to start off with what you were saying about Tory being essentially number one in hip hop this week, um, it just kind of goes against what everything that the baby was saying about oh being blackballed and yada yada yada. Because let's be real, dog, Tory Lanez is as if not more blackballed than the baby is right now because of the whole uh, uh, Megan The Stallion thing mm-hmm. and just in general. And Tory- now they oh,
0: uh, what do you call it the uh... Who did he just, who did he sucker punch again? I forgot. August, August Alcina? Alcina? Yeah.
1: Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, all these situations that, like, to the casual listener, they're going to view and they're just going to be like, man, this guy's a fucking asshole. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, you know what I mean? You got all these things going against you, but, hey, if the music is good, if music, <laughs> people want to listen to your music, is not going to fucking matter. So, that goes back to what the baby was saying, my nigga. With the exception of that one song that we did here with uh, Anthony uh, Hamilton, Hamilton, yeah. Uh, I guess people aren't fucking trying to hear that shit, though. Like, that's just the unfortunate reality for it is because, again, we have a situation with Tory Lanez, very similar to the Babies, and Tory Lanez is still selling, like, and to be honest, it, it isn't a whole lot more because I think the baby sold like 18,000 or something like that. Okay. Right? Yeah. But nonetheless, he still sold more and is the number one uh selling rap album. Now, I think an even more interesting conversation and I don't know how, you know, deep into this we can get just because we don't have, you know, the numbers and everything at hand, but what's interesting, right, is I feel like all these uh sales right here, right? Like, you know, 25, 22, uh 17, whatever it was, right? I feel like maybe 10 years ago, this would be the equivalent of it being like 60,000 70,000 true you know you mean? actually it, had
0: to buy the whole album not just play off the singles too
1: yeah so it, it just kind of it's kind of crazy to me because you know overall record sales are down i'm pretty sure like even from the top artists to the bottom with the exception of like bad bunny who mm-hmm. somehow that nigga's been on the top two uh, albums in general Since the release of that album Which yep. is fucking insanity mm-hmm. But Some again Beyonce there's... level shit for real <laughs> Say that again? Some
0: Beyonce level shit for real No,
1: for real, dog, For real That nigga's fucking out of this world right now But There is That's not the case for Probably 99% of artists You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. Most artists dog. Even Drake You know, everybody Kendrick All these artists Their record sales are just Not as high as what, you know, people were expecting them to be. So I don't know. It's just kind of crazy. And, and uh, again, to a certain extent, I do think that a lot of that has to do with social media and YouTube and how, you know, I remember back then, right, nigga, if I was going on a car ride or if I was on a plane or something along those lines, I knew one thing for sure. The one thing that I had for entertainment was a fucking CD player. Mm-hmm. With a CD or two in it. Exactly. What the, What did that mean? That I was gonna listen to every fucking song, <laughs> even the drums that I didn't really fuck with like that, and I really understood if I liked it or not. Uh-huh. You know, what you mean? listen to
0: that joint over and over and over, over and, <laughs> and over, over and over
1: again. So you really listen to music back then, but nowadays, right? I feel like there's so many options as far as media entertainment goes, and and it's it's all in the same place. Like, you know, back then, you might have to go somewhere else to look, for, you might have to get on your computer to look at a video, yeah. nigga. Now the same place that you can listen to music on, you can watch YouTube videos on, yep. you can scroll through Instagram on. And these are all times that we might, in the past, have just sat down and listened to music. Yep. But now, it like, you have other things that get in the way of doing that. Mm-hmm. Which again, to, to be completely honest here. Is why sometimes it takes me a little bit longer to get ready for uh, album reviews. Same here. Not going to lie. Because <laughs> because during my free time, though, I'm like, yo, I could listen to this album, but I also could watch these three podcasts that I've been meaning to watch mm-hmm. in the last, you know what I mean? So it's just, and I think a lot of that is is an answer as to why record sales are down. And uh, yeah, man, it's just kind of an interesting thing to think about, really.
0: Yeah, and I've also I've always said like I used to do most of my listening to music at work and while I was driving.
1: If I could listen mm-hmm. to music at mm-hmm.
0: work. Nowadays at work, yes, I do listen to music, but not as much.
1: And yep, I'm too.
0: really more off more likely to listen to podcasts while I'm driving around versus music,
1: honestly. Dog, one hundred percent. Let me tell you, dog, when I go cop, dog. I used to love like listening to like the most ignorant music ever. Like there was like a soundtrack to Put like. You in the mood. <laughs> there was a soundtrack to the copping of, of of drugs. You know what I mean mm-hmm. for sure, and um, and I feel like now and maybe I'm sure maybe some of it has to do with me getting older, but I think a lot of it just has to do with there being podcasts more available and shit like that. But to me now, dog, I'd rather listen to a podcast, an interview on YouTube something where it's just kind of more casually chilling you're just kind of mm-hmm. vibing with it and uh yeah dar, I, I, it's kind of crazy like mm-hmm. it, like it kind of and again this isn't something that i i have really thought about deeply until now that i'm saying it but it's just kind of crazy that like that's kind of where we're at with
0: it maybe i mean i'm just thinking about this right now too but maybe it's the fact that there's just not as much good music being put out so you just kind of like don't want to like have to deal with it, especially if you find something more interesting or something that you're enjoying more at that moment, which would be podcast or, you know, whatever it is that you're listening to on your Spotify or iTunes or whatever it is. So, I mean, you know, like new stuff, like, you know, new and exciting stuff that you're interested in that's going to push like, you know, other stuff to the side. And if yeah. it's something that you really want to hear about right then and there, you're not going to think about listening to whatever song or whatever album you have to listen to cuz I tell you the truth I've listened to that uh, to that uh that uh Kendrick album a few times now but I mm-hmm. still have not written anything down for it so you know what I'm saying I'm like damn this is like a month ago I started working on it and I still mm-hmm. have not like done anything about it so I get what you mean cuz I always find something else to listen to or something else to do
1: <laughs> nigga and that is I feel like the fucking um that's pretty much what our first world problem is. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a first world problem. goddamn. It. It's always a first world problem, dog. I swear to God, bro. <laughs> Man, well, these
0: fucking first world problems are a fucking bitch. That's a fact. Get Gotta got get our shit
1: together because we got all the shit we need. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Nigga. <laughs> it, it, you know what that makes me think about? It, it kind of makes me think about also like, um, dog, I remember back in the day, when we first, uh, when we first had like um like cable boxes and you could see oh yeah uh, what was coming on TV next, uh-huh. like to me that was the most insane shit in the world. <laughs> yeah. And now that I could literally watch anything I want from a movie that's in the movie theaters to a movie that's in f- from fucking 1979 <laughs> to a TV show to. Any fucking thing that I want at any given time, on demand, HD, 4K, all that shit. And it makes it even harder to pick something to watch. Uh What the fuck? Uh, We used to bitch about all
0: them damn uh, channels we had on cable and there was nothing to watch. Now all the streaming services and all the other options you got and it still ain't shit to watch.
1: Nigga, I'm trying to tell you. Because realistically, dog, there is so much shit that you can watch on any streaming service that you have that you are probably interested in. But again, having and it's funny because I think they said this in squid games, but having too much choice is just as bad as having nothing to choose.
0: Yeah, no, that's a fact. And, and again, Netflix is a a great, uh, (laughs) a great option for that. Cause I remember we used to try to like, okay, let's put it on the randomly choose something. And then that joint was shuffle, 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 and pick up something like, ugh, don't want to watch that. Ugh, already seen that. Don't want to watch that. It's like, now it's like, and it just starts cycling back to the same shit again. I was like, what the fuck
1: is the point? Because cause think about it, right? Back then, like I said, if you fucking go to Blockbuster, and shout out to all the people who remember Blockbuster, Europe, Europe? Or, or Hollywood Video, yep. for you know for whatever that's worth, and uh, you nigga, you go there, you get your movie, nigga, it, you watching the entire thing. There's not, oh man, 50 minutes in, it's just whack, I'm going to turn mm-hmm. this shit off.
0: I that, pay for it this did not happen.
1: You pay for that. You pay $350 for that, or 250 whatever it was for that movie. Nigga, you about to watch that movie and you about to complain that it sucked after you finished watching <laughs> it as, a, as opposed to just not watching it. Like, exactly.
0: No,
1: I remember we had this like, I, mean, I think Blockbuster had unlimited <sighs> movie rentals or some shit at, like towards the end of its lifespan or some shit. Mm-hmm. And I remember... um Dog, we rented this random-ass movie. It was called The Son of Sam. Oh, and, I know that
0: movie. Yeah, I've heard of that.
1: Dog, but I, I don't know if this was the same one because this one was like, dog, it was it was so obvious that this was not made in like a you know big studio production or anything <laughs> like that. It was so bad. But we watched the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And the crazy thing is, right, that a lot of times, even if something is really bad, sometimes you'll get something from it where you're like, yo, that was it's yeah. kind of cool. You know what I mean? That was kind of all right. And uh, now, with having so many options available at, at your disposal at whatever time you want, nigga, if you don't like something, you go into to the next shit. And then, next thing you know, you spent the last three hours just looking for something to watch.
0: Exactly. And, and now like, you got to go to sleep. Like, <laughs> fuck, I could have been watched two things by now. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh Backstaff. man, that's the that's the problem of the world that we live in, man. Too much First of everything. First world problem. Too much of everything. Can't decide what the fuck you want.
1: Hey. Uh-uh. Just by saying that, I feel proud to be hey, an American. Hey, yes sir. <laughs> that's such an American problem. We're fucking terrible. It really is. All right, we're
0: gonna go ahead and bring the show to a close for this week. Again, thank you for everybody, uh, listening and
1: stuff. I'm we, la- we I- s- I'm laughing because i i remember what we said in the last podcast we're like <laughs> we're for sure gonna have something to suggest do you have some
0: i uh what did i watch the other day i had one i can't remember what it's called now oh i don't know if i said it before but if y'all haven't seen moonfall yet definitely check that out i believe it's uh I don't remember who the fuck is in it, honestly. It might be Jennifer Lopez or some other random people, but the movie was really fucking good. The premise mm. and the plot, everything, and it had a nice twist in it. So if you haven't seen, if you have seen Moonfall, check that joint out. And I will also say, honestly, I was looking forward to this movie for all the time that they were talking about it, it was coming out, Hocus Pocus 2. Mm. Uh, and I finally got a chance to watch it. And I need to go ahead and watch it again because I missed some stuff because I wasn't all the way attentioned in it. But like I really didn't feel it like I did the other one. It's like they just tried to like recreate magic, and it just wasn't there. So, that's my little take on that.
1: I'm gonna be honest with you. That that's like that's a Disney movie, right? Yeah. I'm gonna be completely honest with you, bro. I out of I've never really been a big Disney person. Like I like one of the movies that I did like was um, Halloween Town and shit like that. Mm -hmm. I've never Um, seen it. That was for for that might have been after your your time. I'm pretty sure it was. Cause I feel like that movie came out, uh, when I was. That movie came out when, and that was a movie that was like more for my age. I feel at the time. Mm-hmm. What about this movie called Brink? Brinks it was like a skateboard movie, Disney movie.
0: I've only heard of it because I've seen it on Disney Plus, but I've never seen it. Okay. Well, but I mean, regardless... like, Pocus came out in like '93, I think. And the only Did it really, th- yeah, like the only two movies that we ha- that were Halloween movies from when I was a kid. Were Hocus Pocus and The Nightmare Before Christmas, and that technically is a Christmas movie. So, you know what I'm saying? So, like,
1: (laughs) and that's a Halloween movie.
0: Well, I mean, it's the the characters from Halloween Land that want to Uh. go and do Christmas. So, technically, I don't consider it a Halloween movie because it's not a Halloween movie. It's about the main character who is like a skeleton and shit, but like he wants to be Santa Claus essentially, and like wants to do like Thanksgiving, I mean, Christmas and shit like that. So, I don't consider it a Halloween movie because it's Christmas themed.
1: Hey, let me ask. You, this is totally random, and we're kind of going off the grid with this. We really are. But, but, do you, are you the type of person? Do you like to watch holiday theme shit when it's a holiday?
0: Not all the time. I kind of have to be in the mood for it. I mean, like, I mean, you can kind of get away with it just like for Halloween because you can just watch scary movies. It doesn't have to be a Halloween movie.
1: My nigga, let me tell you something, done. This is my low key my guilty pleasure. Huh. I love watching Halloween themed and thankfully because of. Uh, all the streaming services And shit like that mm-hmm. You can find all this shit Like no problem Oh yeah But um, I look, like I'll go back I have Paramount Plus I could watch All the old school Nickelodeon cartoons And I'll watch Motherfucking Rugrats Halloween special <laughs> I'll watch The fucking Hanukkah Rugrats special Nigga See my thing I'll... is I
0: don't like Christmas stuff Like Christmas specials And stuff like that Really? I'm, I'm not big on Christmas specials anymore
1: Nigga I ain't gonna lie right For the longest time I wasn't Like I, I fucking hated like that kind of shit but i ain't gonna lie bro i find myself singing uh last christmas and watching uh all kinds of fucking christmas mm-hmm. themed shit around christmas i don't know though i just feel like
0: my mom just- is all about it in christmas music christmas themed tv shows and and movies and stuff like that i've I've never really been big on christmas theme stuff, and I'm ever, I've am ever. worked mostly customer service my entire life, so, like, mm, I hate Christmas music because I that joint that. just plays for months and months and months, and it's the only shit that plays, so...
1: Nigga, that shit will literally come on the day after Halloween.
0: Mm-hmm. It's Them disgusting. Niggas... Like, at least wait till the day after Thanksgiving. Thank you.
1: And, and because they don't have to wait for the CD now, yeah. it's, like, legitimately the minute that the clock strikes 12 on fucking <laughs> November 1st. Yep. Nigga. You start to hear Mariah Carey. That's all I'm gonna say. Oh
0: gosh, and that's that's still one of my more favorite Christmas songs, and I'm tired of it now.
1: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now, you know it's crazy. I used to like really not like that song Last Christmas, but I was like, yo, these niggas is kind of, you know, they doing the mm-hmm. iron with this giant, mm-hmm. and it, honestly, it's grown to be one of my favorite like Christmassy theme songs, and I actually yeah. think it's a pretty good song. I'm like when I when it's
0: like. A week, maybe a week and a half before Christmas, two weeks max is when I start, like, okay, I can, like, deal with the Christmas music and stuff like that. Because it's True. actually, like, right there around the corner. But, like, True. when we've been listening to that joint for two months before Christmas, I'm ready to call it a quits.
1: Nigga, the worst is listening to Christmas shit and, you like, you know you, like, like everybody's all happy because, you know, they're about to be off and shit like that and, you know, whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. Nigga, and sometimes, you know, you work a job that you're not off mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Cause it's crazy because I've worked jobs where I had to work on Christmas.
0: Yeah, so have I.
1: So, you know, for anybody who's ever had to do that, y'all you know how that feels. It sucks. That, that shit, shit is a terrible fucking feeling. <laughs> it really fucking is, man. man. But uh yeah, we gonna keep going it. on this junk for real. <laughs> We're talking about Christmas in October. Mm-mm. That's what we doing.
0: See, Let's we go. we already fucking up. All right, y'all be good. And if you can't be good, at least be the best that you can be, please.
1: Hey, man, if you can't do that, man, uh, at least make your mama proud. And if you can't do that, here's a new one. Listen, don't go in the bathroom while I'm in there. Finish before me and walk out without washing your hands. (laughs) Because I'm going to take note of who you are. (laughs) And you best believe I'm going to shame you to the next person that I see. Oh, my
0: goodness. I mean, deservedly so.
1: You don't want to be the fucking guy in the office that just goes in there you know, takes a piss, takes a loud-ass fart, and then just walks out. Because yeah. i seen a nigga do that shit, dog. Oh, yeah. This nigga, I was washing oh, yeah. my hands, dog. This nigga came in here and saw me, made eye contact with me as he was walking in, went to fucking take a piss, and just said, oh, as, he's, <laughs> as he's pissing. I'm like, you dirty motherfucker, dog. Like, you couldn't have waited until I left this fucking <laughs> joint?
0: Apparently, he had to do it, dog.
1: Sicko, dog. <laughs> All
0: right, y'all. Uh, we out of here. Uh, love y'all. Take care of each other. Wash your hands. <laughs> Wash your hands. Wash your ass. <laughs> we out this joint, y'all. Peace. Cool. Peace. <laughs>